Happy New Year, everybody. All right, welcome. January 1st, episode 448. It's it. Happy this mm-hmm. is in 2019. It's here. Yeah, I can't believe it. We made it to 2019. We really did. We really did. You know, um, as a show, as people, as a society. As a society. I mm-hmm. don't know how many more years the human race has left. Mm, but, you know, we're here now. We're here. <laughs> or are we? We're pre-recording this. Who knows? Don't tell them that, Chris. <laughs> we want them to think that on New Year's Day, we woke up. And started recording. And started recording. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's a good taste in water, and I'm drinking it yes. right on mic, so you get a you get a taste of it yourself. So that's some uh, cool well, water going down my my throat. Yeah, all uh, um, all cool and refreshing yeah. for our 2019 preview. Yeah, <laughs> start the new year off right. There are a lot of movies coming out. And these, right. They're not haven't even all been announced yet. They haven't but, been announced. We're, yeah. we, we got this this list. Aaron is going to join us with his thoughts and concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Definitely concerns. Yes. (laughs) You know, January, so we're getting some, I want to say dumping ground on a couple of them. What Men Want is a remake of the, um, what's his name? Mel Gibson's What Woman Want? Yeah, yeah. It's a remake of that. I I don't know. I think this one will go over as well as Overboard. Yeah, this just looks like... Yeah, it's going to be... We're going to start off January with a disaster. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Right out of the way. Yeah, so it's like, all right. So this show... Yeah, I I think... And and what men men want, I think it's like... It's getting to the point where, well, February's full. Now where do we put our shitty movies? I'm like, uh, all right, well, January. I I wonder if you could maybe stop making them. Yeah, you you really should try that. Hollywood could... How did did Netflix not buy this one? Yeah, I I know. know. How How is this this not on Netflix? How did this escape Netflix? How did they... Um, uh, their their shitty grasp, <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, uh, we also have the upside. This is the Brian Cranston, Kevin Hart, Nicole Kidman movie. Oh, what which, a wacky combination! Yeah. Now um, I actually saw the movie that this is based on. It's based on a. It's a remake of a French hit, The Intouchables. It's a feel-good drama about an ex-con who forms an unlikely bond with a paralyzed man who hires him as his caregiver. Now. The French film was good, was fine, was heartfelt. I don't see the need of an Americanized remake at all, at all. If you really want or are interested in that story, just watch the French film. That's all you need. It's really good. You can mm-hmm. handle You can yeah. handle. You subtitles. can read a couple subtitles. It's this not, really feels like La Femme Nikita. Yeah, and, and it really no does. Return. Yeah, yeah. The Bridget Fonda La Femme Nikita remake mm-hmm. was so dumb. Yes. This it, is, it was. This is going to be the drama but version that was the of same, that. That was the same director, though. It was both Luke Besson, I think. Yeah, but I mean, well, first of all, Luke Besson has run into some other issues yeah. making movies in the states. Certainly, like the Seventh Sign or whatever. He's made uh, Seventh yeah, Level. Yeah. Or he's the French gate. M Night. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, yes. Glass. Yep. Now this movie, I want to see it. Right. Because it's it's got all of his old characters, Bruce Willis, Samuel Jackson, Jane McAvoy, all these old characters. From Unbreakable and Split. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Split yet. Everyone mm-hmm. said we should see it. Now I have a reason to see it. Yep. And, a, you know, I'm a big fan of Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis. I mean, Unbreakable wasn't my favorite movie. I think that was like, uh, well, it wasn't as good as Sixth Sense, but it wasn't bad. It was that kind of thing right before the steep decline happened. Here's um, my here's the thing I said about untouch or um, whatever the thing, unbreakable. Unbreakable. When people said, "Well, it wasn't like Six Sense," I go, "They were two different movies." Right, right. They were two different genres of films. If you're mm-hmm. expecting this 
to be shocked in the way that you were. Yeah, you should. That's an unrealistic expectation. It's two, they're two different yeah. movies. And as a filmmaker, you should have said, like, look, I'm not going to do that every movie. But instead, you lean into it uh, in the wrong direction. So, and, uh, okay. And now we're already in February. Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Levine, the director of 5050, has this movie, Flarsky, with Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron. Um, you know, stars as Seth Rosen stars as an unemployed journalist who attempts to woo his childhood babysitter, a powerful political figure played by Charlize Theron. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So she said, was his babysitter? Yeah, it's, it, it already, you know, if the summary makes no sense, uh, the movie, uh, may not as well. Yeah, um, it just sounds like Seth Rogen wants to do a movie where he gets to kiss Charlize Theron. All right, yeah. well, just be honest about it. Yeah, don't. I'm sure she's thrilled to be like, yeah, I'm that much older than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for my career. Yeah, this yeah. is awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm the old lady. Like, what is their age difference? Like five years or something? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not I mean, as high probably, as I guess the that, summary uh, would suggest. Probably 15, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. If she was like 14 when she babysat and he was seven or six, I mean, that makes sense. Or, yeah, you know, she was 15, he was 13, the babysat. <laughs> What a weird family. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't quite get it. But uh, I think a lot of kids will be going to the movies in February because we've got the Lego Movie 2. And we also have How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. I like this movie. these movies. I'm excited to see How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, I like the Lego Movie, too. I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited. Not as excited, but I'm still excited to see it. Uh, now, there is a terrible film, Alita Battle Angel, which will be coming out also in February. It's produced by James Cameron. It's based on a um, an, an anime or a manga, uh, but it's already been pushed back once. So, and it has a weird blend of live action and CGI, but it also has this weird character design of like, well, you know, you're making one character look like an anime robot, and then everyone else looks like people. That makes no sense. What are what are these choices that you're making? Yeah, and it's like. The fact, when I first saw the trailer for this, I was like, gee, I don't know. And then they, I kept seeing it over. I'm like, when is this movie coming out? And they yeah. put, when a movie gets pushed back. Right. You know, even with. Bad yeah. idea. Yeah. The only reason it's not on the shelf completely is because it's got James Cameron's name on it. And they're paving the way for the Avatar sequels. Right. That they think is going to make a ton of money. But, you know, Robert Rodriguez directed it. But I, I don't, <laughs> I don't see this as being a, uh. I would, <laughs> you know, a desperado. He shouldn't, I don't. Ed- he shouldn't yeah. edit his own movies. I would think this is a tune-up for James Cameron because he's always threatened to do Akira. He's always been wanting to do that. Really? Well, would Akira would make more sense. Yeah. Um, and it I thought it was when I saw the trailer. I was like, is this going to be it? And it wouldn't have this weird character design in it. Like, Akira would actually look like a movie. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, uh, anyway, but I'm excited for right. March because yeah, Captain March. Marvel, the, the the trailers we've seen with Brie Larson just look yes, awesome. They're getting better and better. I'm really excited to see it. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a great lead up to Infinity War. I feel like, you know, it used to be like we would get one superhero movie a year. Now we're getting, uh, you know, I think it's too many, but we're getting three Marvel movies a year now. You know, we're getting, uh, you know, Captain Marvel, we're getting Avengers and we're getting Spider-Man all next year. So at some point I'm like you know we I, I, two is good you know yeah. if we need three yeah um, uh, Greyhound this is the um, Tom Hanks World War II submarine movie but you know all the just those words together make me excited <laughs> I'm, I'm you know I'm kind of excited to see it uh, even though I don't know anything else about it 
So um, I just love Tom Hanks, and I think a World War II period piece in a submarine. You know, we haven't had a DOS boat in a long we time. Need, we need yeah. a DOS boat. <laughs> so Tommy Hanks DOS yeah. boat. And where'd you go, Bernadette? And this is a new Richard Linkletter movie. Uh, it's a drama stars Kate Blanchett as a miserable mother who suddenly goes missing, prompting her teen daughter to figure out what happened. Mm. So, um, you know, I love Linkletter's movies, so I'm excited to see it. And Dumbo, you know. Colin Farrell. I know, Colin Farrell. We were talking about him yeah. a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago on a show. Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, all people who have worked with Tim Burton before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I got to tell you. Johnny Depp, nowhere to be seen. Johnny Depp, nowhere oh. to be seen. Maybe he's no. the elephant. I don't know. I, I he's the elephant? I wouldn't be surprised. Did the mocap? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Johnny Depp's a mocap Dumbo. There's like a, a Johnny Depp cameo somewhere in this movie. Like he plays a giraffe or something that, like, you know, they're not advertising. Um, but with a wacky but, accident. Yeah, accident. yeah. Something, Hello, something, I've got a long neck or yeah, whatever. Something annoying. For sure. Something he will yeah. play. Yeah. He will play something annoying. He, a yeah. giraffe with a Mordecai mm-hmm. mustache. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Then I would see, want to see this movie. I wouldn't. Uh, I'm excited so, for the pink elephants. Yeah. Th- that whole sequence in this movie. You know, but the thing about Tim Burton is his, uh, his remake scorecard, not great. You know, when you look I at know. Tim Burton's, I love his original movies. Um, they're classics, but anytime he's, it steps into remake shoes, I'm like, ooh, it is definitely, are we going to get another Planet of the Apes? Are we going to get another Alice in Wonderland? Are we going to get another Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Stop! Stop making these! What the problem, um, I mean, is the remake shoes just sounds horrifying. Yes, they do. They, they never fit right. Why would you ever yeah. do remade yeah. shoes? And the only re- reason that they're appealing is those shoes are full of money. They are. <laughs> those, That's the only are, thing good are. about them. They have yeah. gold laces. <laughs> Uh, speaking of remakes, in April we have Pet Cemetery. Now, uh, gee, I wonder if this got greenlit after it did so well. Yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like I, this just kind of appeared on the schedule out of nowhere. Like I'm like, all right, this is going into production tomorrow as soon as it does well. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I feel like it could be interesting. I mean, the first one, to be fair, it's not like the Stephen King movies, and this is no fault of Stephen King. A lot of them weren't awful. Well, they, they were yeah, awful. awful. They yeah. were just really so. Maybe this actually. Well, what about Shining? Yeah. Well, what about Maximum Overdrive? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Fred Gwynn in Pet Cemetery yeah. Yeah. is no. <laughs> it's no Oscar performance. Yeah. Christ on his throne. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, that's a direct quote from that. So yeah. I. Yeah. This could with be good. This, I don't know. Right it accent. looks creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, we also have Hellboy in April, which I'm, I'm actually, I'm a big Hellboy fan. This is a reboot. It's supposed to be darker, more R-ish, and uh, uh, more horror-based. And, you know, I like David Harbour, too. He's going to be Hellboy yeah. in it. So, I'm excited about this. I think it could be really cool. Um, and, you know, we have Avengers. So, it's already, you know, summer is starting in April, or, for um, sure. Maybe even sooner. I mean, yeah. Avengers Endgame, we watched the trailer on that. That yeah. looks awesome. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Half the world has been blown up. Right. What are they going to do? You know, you've got, it's it's May 3rd is the opening. Like, you know, really feel like it's almost like, well, you know, it's, that's really, big. whenever a Marvel movie comes out in the summer, that's really the first day of summer now. So they've changed the uh <laughs> Used to seasons. be Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, uh, yeah. this is the first day of summer. <laughs> yeah. And, but I don't know, uh, with with Captain Marvel in March. Right. You know, I mean, they've, they started to do this, like, last year when they did... Black Panther. Black, in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think you might have the same thing happen again that you had with Black Panther. You've got the same character, 
um, in the theater at the exact same time in two different movies. Right. Because Captain Marvel is going to be in Avengers Endgame. So yeah. you might have her, you know, she might be in both movies. Mm -hmm. you, you know, a lot of people might even go and like, oh, we'll watch them the same night. Right. They'll do a double feature. Right. Because a lot of times these movies, like, um, and they shouldn't count on it, but they do. Like, they say, well, we'll make money in, in, in uh, repeat screenings. Like, people going to the movies two, yeah. three times. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't think that should ever be factored into your bottom line. You're lucky if you get people to see your movie once. You know, don't count. Well, we'll make another hundred million people seeing it twice. Mm, don't count on that on your budget. I know. Yeah. And what, are you going to recut it as a PG-13? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, if they do what you said and make 150 to 200 million more, I'm like, oh my God, then we're going to see PG version, 13 versions of everything. They're going to make an yeah, R and, a, and a 13 yeah, version. Yeah, Those mother fudgers. <laughs> right. Well, they're going to, here's what they're going to do. They're going to take PG 13 movies and go, we got to just, now we got to make them R. Yeah, we got to ADR <laughs> some like, you cocksucker, you know, Thor fucking go suck it, you know, and then ha ha, and they're going to re release that version. Uh, we also I don't know who's saying that to Thor. It sounds like some yeah. old Western character. <laughs> Thor, you son of a bitch. It was Loki. It was Loki, Loki. <laughs> we have Pokemon Detective Pikachu coming in May. And, you know, I got to say, this movie looks so ridiculous and wrong that um, it looks like it works. <laughs> like, I can't. I, I kind of want to see it, you know. I think, Chris, <laughs> I think you are um, a little high from what from kind of liking Bumblebee. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think now you've... I'm just starting to give more passes. To... Well, or you're just, you're wanting that high again. You're I chasing do, a dragon, come on, Chris. Come that's, on. That's your... I'm chasing a Pokemon. I am. You really? Yeah. Uh, so... I might I want to know if we should maybe talk to you. Is this like repressed Maze Runner trilogy <laughs> disappointment that has now come to the forefront. Well, I, I think there is the part of that. Like, it, it's that <laughs> sigh of relief. Finally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How long was I going to have to wait or get tricked? Uh, so, If it was anyone other than Ryan Reynolds, I mean... That's a good choice. When we yeah. watched the trailer a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago, that was a good choice. Right. So I... I like that, and he's he can be funny as that guy. Yeah, he's really Deadpool Pikachu. <laughs> Pikapool? Yeah. I mean, it was gonna is either Ryan Reynolds or it's gonna be James Corden. Like he's right. voicing every lead character in every animated. Yeah. Film. Well, that's, it's that's be. when you lose me is when you get yeah. James Corden. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, uh, John Wick Chapter Three coming out. Keep making them. I think they will keep making them as long as. Uh, People keep seeing them, and there's um, CG bullets to draw. And this has Haley Berry, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne, and Angelica Houston. Yes! <laughs> Let's do it. At the end of John Wick Chapter 2, Keanu Reeves' uh, titular hitman went on the run after he broke the rules and murdered a high-level crime lord in the grounds of the Continental, the all-purpose sanctuary and day spa for assassins. The movie picks up right where that one left off as John must survive the bounty on his head without the aid of a larger criminal underword. Mm, all right. Sure. Um, and now we also have Rocket Man. Now, I, this was a weird thing where I was thinking like, uh, well, how? why did it take this long to make like a, you know, a biopic on Elton John? You would think that would have been made years ago. Uh, so I, I think too, as these things seem to go in waves, like we've got... Star is born. We got um, 
yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. So now we're I think we're going to get like a couple more biopics, and then it'll be it's like westerns. Then we won't get another one for like right. years. Like right. like Hollywood doesn't know how to space things out. Chase a trend, then abandon it. That's the that, that's the cycle. Chase it, beat yeah. it into the ground, yeah. and yeah. then say no one wants to watch these mm-hmm. movies anymore because we just right. made seven awful ones after three right. good Ex- ones. Exactly. So then oh, so then the genre doesn't work. Yeah, no, the, no, no, you the, ruined the you, genre. That's what you happens. don't know how yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little different. Um, oh, this one looks cool. I, I really like. I really like the trailer. Ad Astra. No, no, Rocket Man still. Oh, Rocket Man. Rocket yeah, Man. yeah. Um, Ad Astra has Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones, which is an interesting pairing. Um, it, you know, it it's going to outer space to, for the story of an engineer who Brad Pitt who embarks on a journey uh, in pursuit of his father, Tommy Lee Jones, who took a one way trip to Neptune twenty years prior. So, I don't know. That I feel like this is going to be a Great opportunity for actors to mug into the camera <laughs> in outer space. Directed by James <laughs> Gray. I mean, uh, he, he, uh, what I'm reading, no, I'm not in. <laughs> but it, 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 I, we might see a trailer that changes our tune, or my right. tune at least. We'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm not sold on it. No, I'm uh, not. Aladdin, this is the you know live action version with Will Smith, directed by Guy Ritchie, which is a very odd oh, choice. Yep. So strange. But I got to tell you, oh. I'm not... Just I'm because he's so a street rat doesn't mean you hired the English gangster guy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> street it, like, rat. It's so weird. Like, like, but I, I'm not on board with a lot of these live action remakes. I mean, John Favreau changed my mind with the Jungle Book because he did something different and interesting right. with it. But most of them are almost like shot by shot remakes, like Beauty uh, and the Beast. Sure. And, uh, um, you know, well, Cinderella. Who cares? Here's what here's what Favreau yeah. did mm-hmm. that was different. He used the new technology of an old animated, you know, so when Disney made those movies, they were amazing. It was amazing animation that Disney was doing, right? He yep. found the best animators. That was what one of It was the, fluid. It was like what people hadn't seen before. They'd never yeah. seen that before. Mm-hmm. So what Favreau did was take the technology now and integrate live action to it to make it go, wow, he can create this world with talking animals or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's a real life kid who's really running. Yes. And it really. He, and he blended them seamlessly. He blended them seamlessly mm-hmm. versus just like, oh, just remake it live action. Right. Like there was no mm-hmm. thought into the use of the technology. Right. With any sort of reverence to the cutting edgeness of the original one. Or even like a uh, a reference and a kind of a uh, almost like a uh, like a love of the underlying material like yeah. you know you could tell john favreau went back to the original kipling stories and yeah, uh, pulled, yes, pulled yes. some of the darkness out of those and kipling put them yeah pretty impressive writer you yeah, know yeah. um and so yeah it's it's that thing we talk about a lot when they don't have reverence or even research well enough the mm-hmm. re- the, the um the source material then they're just they're just, it's just a they're just, but They're just putting yeah. sparklers on a tricycle. You know right. what I mean? Like, well, that's look exactly at, what it looks like. That's all they're doing. And unfortunately, they, they still make a lot of money, mm. so they're going to keep making them. But there's also, you know, my daughter and I just watched last night because she was studying American history. She had a test. We watched Johnny Tremaine. Remember the 1950s Disney movie? Oh, yeah. Um, that goes through, like, Paul Revere's ride, the start of the American Revolution, and it has those historical elements to it. But... It's so incredibly dated. Like, you know, she's laughing. I was like, well, that looks like a set. And, you know, there's it's like a painting that they're walking behind mm-hmm. or whatever. But the remake those movies. Like, I'd love to see a remake, Johnny Tremaine and uh, 20,000 Leagues and Swiss Family Robinson and Treasure Island and all these. They're based on, you know, classic literature that could 
a sorely benefit from a overhaul and an upgrade in, in the uh, effects and the technology. Right, because the technology, yeah. you had, like Jungle Book, for example, had to be animated because you can't have, how else could you have had talking animals right. back then? No, you couldn't. You couldn't, mm. now you can. Like you say, mm. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea would be awesome right. if they did that. Keep the, the heart of the story, yeah, because mm. it's a compelling story, mm. like Jungle Book was a Kipling story. Yes. Mm. Keep that and then put the new technology on it to help further it. Right. Yeah. You know, I know the stuff is in development, but it seems like these just kind of... Um, soulless remakes get made first but yep. yeah, I think there's a lot more opportunity to make more compelling films with the live action Disney library um, I think I think you could have had uh, live action movies back then you know just put peanut butter in their mouths right yeah you have all, everything <laughs> looks like Mr. Ed um, yeah this <laughs> Godzilla King of Monsters uh, Neil's already like I'm sure he's already bought a ticket for it even if he can't He's probably already camped out to watch somewhere. Doesn't yeah, he yeah. like? Yeah, save I just saw him. the the poster came out today. It yeah. looks amazing. Honestly, it looks it looks it's great. great. Like yeah. the, the new trailer dropped, and uh, you know you got all these monsters. They're fighting. They're giant, you know, giant monsters fighting with a bunch of humans in the middle. Yes, of course, that's what I want to see in a Godzilla movie. Yeah, um, I love the line in the trailers. Like, what do you want to make Godzilla our pet? And he's like, no, we would actually be his. Yeah, so, uh, it's, you know it's hilarious. So. And let them all fight with it. Yeah. Mothra, the whole shot. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope it. Uh, I hope they do um, some interesting things with it. And it, from the trailer, it looks like they are, and they will. So I am optimistic about this right. next. Oh so uh, my! I mean, the trailer that we watched, yeah. I'm I'm down with this. Mm-hmm. The Secret Life of Pets 2. God, I thought this first movie was awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, but I did hear, like, if, you know, if you're a big dog lover, you'll find it cute and adoring and, you know, and adorable and uh, endearing. Uh, I did not. We had a cat for many years, but uh, still this movie just had no charm and it was just, you know, it was not a good movie. It's for but, dog owners. But it made, it made money. Of course it did. So, yeah. So uh, I'll make another one now. You know, right, right. even like you know, the kids were like, well, it's okay. But uh, um, I, I'll tell you, it's it's just one of those things where we, when animated movies used to come out, it was an event like a big superhero movie, like the summer, because yep. they took so long to make yep. mm-hmm. and there weren't that many of them. But now with the technology, again, CG and everything else, you know, we're getting a lot of subpar animated movies. You know, for every Frozen, you get a Madagascar. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's just kind of the reality now. And as parents, it is our job and duty to navigate our children towards the quality yes. and uh, t- try to teach them to avoid boss baby. So <laughs> keep your children yes. away from boss baby, folks, if there's one thing you learned today. Yeah. And uh, Dark Phoenix, this is... X-Men franchise um, film. Yep. So, uh, you know, there's... It's, I'm starting to lose track of the X-Men movies in which timeline and continuity we're yeah, on because they kind of mix and spread out and sometimes they tie in sometimes they don't but uh i don't know this is the one area i mean because this is Hugh jackman is wolverine seems to be the only unifying uh, factor in yeah and it's one of these things that like we can't The rest of the Marvel Universe is so well put together and right. well thought out. There's some really good X-Men movies that we've, mm-hmm. that have been made that I love, but I still, again, I don't know. There's still a Brett Ratner one. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a Reddy Ratner, so. Yeah, there's there's some bad ones in there for sure. Uh, uh, I, I feel like it's they're definitely been hit or miss. Like, even the ones like, you know, after X-Men First Class, they're like, like the, the Apocalypse one was not great. 
you know that one. Yeah. Um, so I love the next one. Uh, Men in Black spinoff is coming out in June. It must be great if they don't even have a title for it yet. So I'm sure it's coming yeah. together really nice. That won't be bad at all. Yeah. We, when are we going to hear uh, reshoots and someone gets fired? Has that yeah, happened that, yet? That's got to be uh, <laughs> in a press release being drawn up right now. It's like a coach getting fired mid-season. Right. You know, they're not going to the finals. No, it's and, not going to uh, happen. Yeah, and that uh, that team has probably already given up. <laughs> uh, and we have Shaft. So this was kind of a weird idea where uh, you've got a continuation of the story with three generations of Shafts filling the screen. Richard Roundtree, you know, Samuel Jackson... And uh, so I, I don't know. And franchise newcomer Jesse Usher is the third in this line of illustrious gumshoes. I don't know. I don't know. I like Shaft, but this sounds weird. <laughs> I, I'm not sure why you have a, a remake or not a remake, but a sequel 19 years later. Yeah. You, do we need a generational Shaft? I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that that one in 2000 was not that great. It was wasn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. The villain, I, I, the villain was Christian Bale. Oh, a fr- of 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 on and off side. back, <laughs> a back in movies. Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Sam Jackson, and I like the original Shaft movies, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe this will surprise us. Um, Toy Story Four. Now, this is interesting I, that I they're d- going this far with Toy Story, but I got to say. Um, you know, I trust Pixar to do something interesting with it. So I'll be on board. We'll be seeing it. And we'll see if it makes me cry at the end like the last one did. All right. Um, this one I thought was hilarious when I saw this. 47 meters down, the next chapter. Really? Oh, wow. Was anyone screaming for this at all? I'm like, oh, I wonder what happens next. What was the first one? Yeah. I don't remember the yeah. first one. It was, it was a Mandy uh, Moore. It was a Sharky movie. Mandy that, Moore Shark uh, movie. Mandy Moore Shark movie. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's been working a lot. She's not even in this one. From no, this one. no, she saw the writing on the wall on this. Uh, but I find this. Is what like, else has Mandy Moore been doing? Yeah. Did I miss something? Like, uh, if only she, there were other on, horror movie ideas we could do. Yeah. She, no, no, the shark movie with Mandy Moore. We need to. We need to glom onto that franchise and milk it. Uh, that's where the money is, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> it's forty-seven meters down. That's that's where the payoff is. Oh. Mandy Moore is uh, the worst part of This Is Us on, on NBC. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's playing in an old lady. And it's weird. We're into what? Jo- yeah, it's, it's better. Oh, okay. 47 meters down. So what's the sequel? Is it 94 meters down? Yeah, the it's next a, chapter. Yeah. The, it's the next chapter. They make it, they're trying to class it up a little. Mm. They should just like, double the number. Like, I yeah. like it's a novel. Yeah. The next chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, how many chapters in yeah. this fucking meter book? I wonder if there's Sharks a, can't um, read books. a unifying... Um, 40 meters down cinematic universe. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there a shaft crossover on 47 meters? Let's get Cruz involved in this one. And and in July, we have an Annabelle sequel. This is another great one. Untitled Annabelle sequel. It's like, ah, who cares? Just put it out. Get the doll doing something weird. Yeah, that's all we need. And uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, which is hilarious that this movie exists. That means, obviously, Spider-Man may not be dead permanently in Infinity oh, yeah. War. Jeez. The fact that he's got a movie uh, uh, later on in the year. So, um, uh, again, I don't think there's anyone in this room that's not going to see this movie. I'm excited about it. Of course we're going to see yeah. it. I mean, mm-hmm. look, when Infinity War happened... But Spider-Man's more like one of my favorite characters, too. I'm, it, gonna, I'm going. It's a great mm-hmm. character. It, mm-hmm. When Infinity, The end of Infinity War, we all went, okay. 
Some so, of these make too much money to yeah, not come back. Yeah, <laughs> somebody, if, if, you know, if Paul Rudd asked for more money, Ant-Man was going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then, then you're, uh, you're ash. <laughs> you're done. You got turned to smoke. So, you know. But Spider-Man and Black Panther, no, you're, you're yeah. going to come back. There's yeah. no way they're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be 60, I would assume, soon. Right. Like, he's probably out. But I, I think what they'll do with these, I think they'll do kind of like um, a long game Star Wars model where you'll have like Robert Downey Jr. And you'll As have Yoda? These, well, I think, honestly, <laughs> I, think, I think that's, they're, they're looking at stuff like that where they'll become like these old grizzled mentors that they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they're introducing or training the new Avengers and those are the ones that'll actually Like that, the, air, the, the actor that played Sarek in Star Trek and would always show up as <laughs> yeah, Sarek. Yeah. Because he looks like an old Vulcan mm-hmm. no matter yeah. what. Yep. Yep, I think that's what you'll see. Like, you know, they'll they'll have cameos in the new movies, but they won't be the focus anymore. All right. And then they'll um, die pointlessly like Luke Skywalker did. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll just cast a newer, younger Sarek like in the yeah. CBS TV show. <laughs> uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, Quentin Tarantino does make a movie every couple of years, even though wasn't he going to retire a couple of years ago yeah, too? Yeah. You know, he retires the same way Stephen King does. Well, he's uh, got... According to his plan, he's got one more. He said he was going to do ten. And okay, so this is nine. Eight so he's got eight. one more in yeah. him, and then he's done. So in allegedly twenty twenty seven, we'll be watching another. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, um, you know, aspiring actor and a stunt double, and there's family murders. Of course, it's going to be very Tarantino y for sure. Okay, we're in. Uh, we skipped. Uh, we skipped Lion King. Oh, well. So what? That's all right. No, I mean, Um, we're going to see. Again, this is uh, now. Sorry. um, The trailer is pretty much, again, what we were talking about. Shot by shot remake. Again, but this is also an animated movie that's another animated movie. There's not a human in this one at all. Well, this is Favreau. But it is Favreau, so I'm hoping there'll be something interesting. There has to be. Based on what we just were talking about with Jungle Book and how much we like that, I'm actually... I'm actually okay. I'm like I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it's a, if it was literally a shot for shot remake, it's like why recast anybody? Just use the same soundtrack. It yeah, you could. Yeah, but yeah. So all right, and the new mutants coming out in August. Now this, I, I'm going to go on record as saying this one's going to be absolutely awful because just of the troubled history of them not releasing it and reshoots, and mm-hmm. it's just you know they keep trying to bury it and then finally release it, but. Uh, and they also tried to make it like a new mutant horror movie where it's in an asylum and it, it just looks like it's a mess. It's, it's oh, the, yeah. The, Jeez, I saw this trailer a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, when it's never a good sign when they bury a movie like that. And Josh Boone, the director of Fault in Your Stars, which I, I love that movie. It's based on a really good book. I think... Bad choice. Might be a bad mm-hmm. choice, but also like unfair to him. You know, like he makes this cool movie yeah, that gets, yeah. and then they're throwing is this, him. Is this all that he got offered? You know, you wonder. Yeah. Like, well, then he had to take it. Well, I wouldn't you, I guess, if you had just done one little indie movie and then here's a fucking massive franchise. Yeah. But then the thing about being in the franchise is then you can get caught up in that machine. Like if this movie is not good, I wonder how much is, is actually his fault versus how much the studio just screwed this up. This one looks like a mess from start to finish. Right. Everyone from script to producing to mm-hmm. directing and even acting from that trailer it looks like oh this doesn't even know what type of movie it's trying to be um the next one is hobbs and shaw this is the, actually the fast and furious um spinoff 
So it's, you know, Jason Statham and The Rock. Um, I love those guys. Of course I'm going to see this movie. Yeah, isn't this the one that... Um, uh, what's his name kind of didn't want to have happen? Oh, Vin Diesel? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. I'm sure he got a little bit. You, you, he's can, a, you can make it Fast and Furious without me. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, we, we can. I mean, because yeah. he's a producer of the Fast and Furious movies right. now. So he was like, the rumor was he was like, mm, I don't want this to happen, but they're doing right. it anyway because there's yeah. too much money. Yeah, because it's an exit strategy for them to get rid of Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> of be glad. He want it to happen. Be glad, man. You don't have to work out anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have to Already. work out and mumble. You know. Yeah. yeah. Take your producer fees and you know make another triple X movie. Aren't you happy, mm-hmm. well, man? If I had his career right now, I'd be mm-hmm. like, and I was just getting these massive re- checks. I'd be like, but I'm you know, good. It, it's also too. It's not like oh, because they're making this, they're not going to make another Fast and the Furious. Of course, they're going to make another Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll be able to say family again in yeah. another <laughs> in a tank top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Strap on your tank top. Um, so next movie is Artemis Fowl. Everyone, all these studios are just trying to glom on to whatever the next Harry Potter is. So anything that remotely resembles Harry Potter is getting greenlit. And, Directed uh, by Kenneth Branagh. So, um, yeah, this, this, I don't know. Um, I saw the trailer for this, and I really feel like, I, I haven't read the books, I will say that, but these this movie just feels like, uh, just pretend it's Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> that's, um, because that's what the, the studio notes are, and that's what they do. We're like, well, we got to market this like a Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, maybe go back to the source material, and whatever makes that interesting and unique, maybe put that in the movie. Boom. No, <laughs> no, we have to make it more, um, you know, there has to be a train, uh, magical college, and uh, a kid with a uh, tragic past. <laughs> and uh, it seems like grudge. August August is going to be that dumping ground now. Yeah, it seems that way. I mean, because now we got The Grudge, too, which is a remake of the, the horror movie that was a remake of the Japanese movie about a vengeful ghost. All right, September... It Chapter Two, uh, boy, it's a surprise this got made. <laughs> yeah, and but what people don't realize too, this was always going to be a Chapter Two because the book is them as kids and then as adults. It was always a two-part story. Right. right. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. How, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I will definitely be going to see it. It for was sure. great, and the fact the book was two parts, I want to see them yeah. more as adults now. After mm-hmm. that, you know, what a great thing! Yeah. These kids go through this horrifying thing, yeah, and now. how would they deal with it as adults? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And right. look at this cast. I mean, mm-hmm. Chastain, McAvoy, Hater, mm-hmm. and I hope they do do some like flashbacks because I really liked the young cast. Oh in the first yeah, one. Um, there's the, got to be. Yeah, and Downton Abbey, the movie is coming out in September. Uh, um, you know, it's one of those things where. If you were a fan of the show, you're probably going to go see them. It's like Sex in the City. Anything, like, yeah, you're gonna, you're, you're there. The Entourage, mm. any yeah, of those yeah. types of show, any yeah. show that you're a fan of, if they right. make it, you're going to go see it. Yeah. Are they going to start selling tea at the concessions? God, they oh, should. That would be great. <laughs> they absolutely <laughs> should. Great, That's yeah. brilliant marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kitchen. This is a. Um, it's actually based on a, a comic book, but it's a period crime drama thro- uh, following three New York women in the 1970s, all wives to Irish mobsters. Uh, who decided to take up their husband's business when they're all nabbed by the FBI. It sounds remarkably God, similar sounds, to uh, wow. uh, something mm. you just talked about. Widows. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Angry Birds movie 2. Dear Lord, this first movie was absolutely Wow. Horrible. They got a horrible. lot of balls making a second yeah, one of these. Horrible, horrible movie. Motherfucker. Uh, so, you know when you're in the theater and you watch kids rolling their eyes? 
That's, you know. You like, have failed yeah, on yeah. every level. Yeah, they're very easy to entertain. Yes. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, is Apple not giving out the stats of how few people still play that game? Yeah, I, apparently not. I know. Because, uh, um, they still think it's a thing. Uh, now, October, Zombieland 2. Took Ooh. 10 years for this sequel. Wow. Yeah. But I am on board with all it. back. Mm-hmm. I like, yeah, we talked about them. We, you know, mm-hmm. look, the first one was a blast. It really sort of was kind of revolutionary a little bit when the whole zombie thing was starting 10 years mm-hmm. ago. This movie, so I yeah. think a second one. The yeah, I hope to God alone. they figure out a way to bring back Bill Murray. I don't <laughs> care if he's a zombie. I don't care if he's alive. <laughs> I just, I, I, I want to see him in this movie. Uh, Joker, dear Lord, this is the um, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Um, this might be a comic book movie that I skip. I have literally no interest in seeing this at all. Uh, directed by Todd Phillips, like that doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, yeah no, Mm-mm. I don't. It's weird. Uh, Mark Maron just revealed he's in it. He's uh, he plays De Niro's assistant or something. Okay, really? Yeah. So he's working with De Niro. It's insane. What, who does De Niro play in the movie? I have no idea. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I I couldn't give two shits about um, what was the Joker? The last one with Jared Leto. Oh yeah, he was Suicide all, Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't give two shits. Still haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this intrigues me just because it's Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be a thing. I'm not sold. Uh, I mean, that Adam... makeup test was actually pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. but it's more than makeup, man. The makeup <laughs> Joker. <laughs> I'm telling you, we talked about this before. Heath Ledger, it wasn't the makeup. It was, yeah. he brought, they, that's what they get caught up in. Oh, we got to make the makeup or the smile or yeah, the craziness. Oh yeah. But I mean, is there anyone better at playing a wing bird right now than Joaquin Phoenix? No, you're right. I mean, he's <laughs> fucking nuts. Jared Leno. <laughs> yeah. uh, better? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> or, or I thought you said is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, that's a good point. Like, Joaquin could be a real freak nut so yeah i mean it's like joaquin phoenix michael shannon paul dano and that's your that's, <laughs> that's your, your gallery yeah. that's your paul mount dano, rushmore I could, fucking yeah movie. i can see paul dano as the joker for sure yeah. uh but i don't know um jake gyllenhaal maybe no no after nightcrawler he played a yeah, yeah no? but all right the joker has this has a sadism to him right all right I, yeah I, you know i I might be willing to entertain this, but I'm well, probably going to see this one might be it. the one you'll have to take the hit off. Or I'm going to see a trailer, and there's no way I'm going to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll know more. See the food theater. The Addams Family. So, uh, you know, I, again, not really seeing the point of this being remade, but I guess, you know, there's something in the contract where these franchises have to be remade every couple of years. Um, you are my friend. Now I really want to see this. This is the um, Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers neighborhood movie where he actually plays Mr. Rogers, and I, I think I can't imagine it being awful. I think it's going to be great, and I think it's going to be um, uh, probably an Oscar nomination for him. Well, especially when you know if you watch the Mr. Rogers doc that we talked about earlier in the year, which is a really good movie and mm-hmm. tells paints a great picture of who he was and what he was all about. I would suggest watching that documentary prior to seeing this film because then it'll probably just inform you and maybe make this movie better. Right. And uh, now November we have Charlie's Angels. Okay, because we're not getting enough remakes. Directed by this Elizabeth Banks. Yep. Oh, okay. 
and Kristen Stewart's rumored to be in it. No word yet but, said yeah. on who's going to be Bosley. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to well, be a it'll, wacky turn. Maybe it'll be Mel Gibson. So, uh... <laughs> I'm just glad Elizabeth Banks is really yeah. ready to stretch out after Pitch Perfect 2, you know. Yeah. Really. And another Terminator <laughs> Attack another genre. Like, another Terminator movie, but with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it and Linda Hamilton. So, I don't know what's going to happen in this one. It's, you know, Cameron's on board as producer. This is... Uh, it's Timberlake, Deadpool, Deadpool director. Wow. Yeah, I know. I just don't see the purpose or point of, of, of doing it again. Um, it starts where the first two films in the series left off. Um, so I, we'll see. And Death on the Nile. This is the Kenneth Branagh sequel of Hercule Poirot. Uh, following mm. the surprise success of 2017's Murder on the Orient Express. That does surprise me because it was not a good movie. Yeah, it didn't um, look good. No, I, and I, it was long and I sat through the entire thing without falling asleep. And I like that. Uh, I mean, but, the Hercule Poirot stories yeah. are interesting and intriguing. Mm-hmm. I like me some Aggie Christie. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Where does he find the time? This is the second movie he's directed that'll come out this year. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, Kingsman 3, not a fan of this franchise, so I will not be seeing this movie. The first uh, one was okay and uneven. The second, I just like a third one of these, man. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Yeah, that's it's it's kind of that like filling the gap. It's like you know, well, there's no James Bond movie, so let's do a Kingsman. Yeah. It's like, well, we're not getting we're not getting uh, an Indiana Jones, so we'll get we'll watch go watch Romancing the Stone. So that kind of <laughs> it's got that kind of just go it. get that yeah. generic version. Yeah. yeah, that's that. At least it's something. It's out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can't buy Fruit yeah. Loops. We're gonna get yeah. Loopity O's. Yeah, Loopity O's. Loopity yeah. Fruit O's. You know, they're not even in a box. They're in a bag on the bottom yeah. shelf <laughs> of the supermarket. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Um, live action animation hybrid. Um, so. I can't imagine that this will do well or make money, but, um, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog is, again, is a, a 90s video game character. Mm-hmm. Like, he's great in a Wreck-It Ralph cameo, but yeah. I don't know how interested people are to see him in his own movie. Mm-hmm. Now if you got, that we have games like Call of Duty. This is just my thought. If you got the same VFX team from the headache-inducing Speed Racer uh, movie, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that would look cool, I think. It would, it would be, it could be a seizure-inducing... Um, uh, yeah. yeah, movie, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Now this one is one where you think it's an SNL sketch. Uh, uh, Margie Claus. This is Melissa McCarthy is getting her own Christmas movie where she plays Mrs. Claus who has to save Christmas when the hubby goes missing. Now you have director listed as not applicable. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, that's uh, oh, sure Alan Smithy did this one. I'm sure it's yeah. her husband. Mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah, right, right. right, right. Where they just built yeah. some set pieces for Melissa yeah. to just go off yeah. on. Um, and of course, Frozen Two. Mm, I wonder if that'll make any money. Um, I, I think that's going to be pretty much a juggernaut, and will go through for months and months and months and make. Um, I think Frozen Two will get close to Infinity War money. I think it's that. Oh it's yeah, be that it's, huge. that's a massive franchise yeah, for them. Yeah. Um, and in December, Jumanji Two. Uh, you know, I, I I'll tell you, I was against the first one, but it was surprisingly fun. Uh, with The Rock and Kevin Hart and it, and uh, Jack Black. and ended up being kind of fun. So I'll be curious to see this one. I even did the Jumanji Escape Room with the family. <laughs> so in Hollywood, that was fun. It seems like a, didn't get out, but an excessive did. commitment yeah. to this franchise, Chris. 
Um, Masters of the Universe. I can't believe they're making another Masters of the Universe movie, and I hope to God Dolph Lundgren's going to be in it. Well, they don't have anybody attached right yeah, now. There's yeah. no actors, even though it's supposed to come out. I don't know when they're going to start shooting this thing. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, um, I think it seems like some of these movies, well, just get a release date and work backwards from right. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, Star Wars Episode Nine, huge, giant. God, Disney's going to make a fortune next year. You oh. know, a lot of these giant movies are literally Disney. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, it's every single one, but it is like, it's not like, well, we have one massive franchise and then we'll make money on these other ones. No, there's like three or four massive franchises they're releasing for movies next year. Um, will people rush to see this as much as they have the previous? I, I think J.J. Abrams will get people back in the seats. I think he's got such a cachet in Hollywood that people are like, well, it's directed by the guy who did the first one. I think we'll be back on board is, for is, this. Is there... Is there too much fanboy hate, though? I mean, I, I love The Last Jedi, but will I, they come back? That's a great question. I was going to say mm-hmm. the same thing. Like, is have they? Are there just too many people that are law that are like I'm out? The Han Solo movie. If, yeah, if you hated Lost Je- Last Jedi. I and think they're Han still Solo. getting the money from the fanboy haters. I think they're still gonna probably go. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think well, they've been getting money from them for forty years. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't hate the last one. I thought it was good, but I liked the first one better. Um, yeah. But I think uh, uh, it did bother me that they killed Luke. I think well, like he could have. They could have let him live for one more movie. Right. Um, but, but he'll he... be. In, he'll be a force ghost in this for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Wicked. This isn't another movie where I thought, well, why did this take so long? You know, Wicked is a giant, you know, Broadway play, a musical, and they've been remaking them all for movies for years. Like, um, but this one's finally coming out. So I think it'll do well, but the thing is, it's it's a crowded field, you know, at this yeah. this time of year. So and it's we'll so dependent on casting. Yeah, it is. So we'll see. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kristen Chenoweth kind of reprised her role. In yeah, the, in the Dina Manzel or yeah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see Emily Blunt in there or something. No, somebody will be something in there. Name. Yeah, that's already in contract. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is 2019, 2019. The preview. All right. And we'll be back next week with some, uh, you know, more current live, well, live recorded-ish shows. Regular format. How about that? That sounds there you better. Go. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. You know, uh, what's coming out? I don't know. I mean, the Blockbuster stuff looks good, but there's a lot of garbage. Yeah, yeah. A of, but a lot of, I don't know. I mean, the other thing, too, is like the smaller indie movies probably aren't on a They're list. They're not right? on the list. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. They're, we don't so know. So. We got to go out and actually find those. Yeah, mm-hmm. those get snuck in. But so, all right. Yep, yeah, that is our uh, show. Welcome. Welcome to 2019, everybody. Happy um, New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. And, uh, you know, thanks for starting your uh, year off with us. We really appreciate I, it. I hope the holidays were good um, mm-hmm. for you. I love New Year's Day. I always wake up New Year's Day and go, good. All the bullshit's over. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All the parties it's, it's, and the fucking <laughs> music and the buying the things and the food I don't normally eat. Mm-hmm. Done. Oh, gone. Get out of the way. Let's go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, you know what I almost forgot, Graham? What's that? We've got the uh, Patreon sponsors. We said every episode. Well, and they every episode indeed. Mm-hmm. Let, what do they have to say for themselves? So... Uh, we have Johnny Rulon. He's back for 20 uh, Johnny, thank you for joining yep. us in the Big 19. Yep. And uh, you got uh, his novel, Green Cheek. It's available on Amazon in both digital and hard copy. It's an experimental stream of consciousness novel, which follows the exploits of the muse Calliope, an immortal lover, T.S., on a journey through time dreams, the hidden places of a supernatural America. 
HappyHorrorShowProductions.com, HappyHorrorShowProductions.com. And the Audacity Performing Arts Project. They produce after-school performing arts projects in poor, underfunded, and low-performing schools. Performing arts education is not a luxury. Please check them out at AudacityPerformingArts.com. That's AudacityPerformingArts.com. And Chris Parker Howard, Coffee Over Suicide, a dramedy podcast about mental illness and choosing life over death one cup of coffee at a time. New episodes every Friday where podcasts are found. Find out more at CoffeeOverSuicide.com. That's CoffeeOverSuicide.com. And Alice Frazier, co-host of the Bugle podcast and Tea with Alice, will bring you a series of three genre-bending solo stand-up shows that explore the boundary between comedy and tragedy. They were recorded back-to-back as a three-hour show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in April 2018 with a binaural microphone, which creates an immensely uh, intensive listening experience. Immersive. Excuse me, intensely immersive. I got those reversed. Listening experience. AliceFrazier.com with an S. Um, Rebecca Evans, The Art Podcast. When we move past hesitation, we're true to ourselves. We find our own art in life. You want to hear some fun stories, get inspired, check out The Art. Facebook.com slash The Art Podcasts with an S. And La Calavera by Alan Ross, the story of a pirate radio operator who decides to go into the pirate cable TV business. Darren Loney, together with a group of misfits and the questionable guidance of a spiritual advisor in the form of Richard Nixon, gear up to take on the world's largest media conglomerate and its egomaniacal celebrity CEO. It's now on Amazon and ebook and hard copy. All right, Graham, that is our first show of 2019. Lock it down, put it in the books. Put it in the books, guys. Mm-hmm. Join Ron Placone and I, the Progressive Comedy Tour, uh, next week. We're going to Florida January 9th. We are in Gainesville the 10th. We're in Orlando 11th in uh, Coral Gables right outside of Miami there on the 12th in Jacksonville. Go to GrahamElwood.com and we are adding dates to all over the place. I'm in Chicago February 21 through March 2nd at the three different, I'm in St. Charles for three nights, downtown Zanies for three nights and the uh, Rosemont uh, Zanies for four nights. So check all that out, and uh, you know we're doing uh, progressive comedy tour shows every month. Um, we're going to Texas. We're going to the Panhandle of Florida too. We're going to New Orleans. We're going to um, Salt Lake City. So please go to GrahamElwood.com and uh, come out to a live show. All right, and check out Conversations from the Abyss. We'll be uh, dropping this month, so make sure you subscribe. You can listen to season one right now. Season two will be starting very shortly. Thank you so much. Uh, Start your year off with a little creepiness. Yeah, get a creepier. Yeah. (laughs) Aaron, what do you got going on, buddy? It's the new year, Aaron. Um, Come on. I'm just here at All Things Comedy. Check out all of our great shows. We're adding new ones all the time. We've got uh, over 60 or so, so there's going to be something for everyone. Like. And, and some, uh, some comedian you love is out there uh, recording the podcast. No that's right. a good point. Um, that's our show, guys. Episode 447. Put it in the books. January 1st, 2019. Thank you for listening. We had a great uh, year in 2018, and thank you for sticking with us, or if you just joined us. and Welcome. Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerd Universe. <laughs> <laughs> extended cinematic extended, extended universe. cinematic universe my name is graham elwood <laughs> and i'm chris mancini and as always remember han, han shot, shot first, first.